yo, yo, what up, podcast family? And shout out to all my soon-to-be subscribers. Welcome to Everybody Somebody. I'm your host, Jason Snow, and thank you for tuning in. Wherever it is you get your podcast, make sure you like this and subscribe to this. Show me some love. Now let's hop into this next episode. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's finally here, episode one. And what better day and what better guest to have than on inauguration day, having my wife, Sarah, to join me and talk about what impact just that view of Kamala walking down the aisle as the new VP of the United States. Sarah. First, introduce yourself. Hello, world. I'm Sarah Snow. That's my lovely wife, and I'm Jason Snow, and the host of Somebody's Gotta Be Right. I'm super excited about this first episode, and I'm ready to get right to it, man, and and just just hear from you the impact that seeing Kamala walk down that aisle or those steps or whatever you know that whatever that was that she was walking down. How how did that feel? Like just the look of that. Did you ever think that was going to happen? No, I didn't, to be honest, but I definitely, okay, I, I didn't get teary-eyed until she um took her oath. That's when I got teary-eyed, but I mean, it was just amazing to watch. It was amazing to witness and see, and it's just so, it's crazy when you think about it, because we're like living in the time, but this is like crazy history, you know what I mean? <laughs> amazing history was made today and to be able to witness it is a blessing yeah i mean we can both honestly say that we lived through two historic times or not times but two historic elections or events in our lives that our great grandparents or you know our parents even wouldn't imagine of happening and that is one uh barack obama Mm mm-hmm him and his wife, First Lady Michelle Obama. Who was looking fly. She was. Curl, they said what well, they said curls was popping. Popping. The boys was popping today. It, it was she's I mean, she's always looking dope though. Always looking fly. And Barack definitely and I made a joke in like a little group chat we had that Barack definitely brushes his hair because his waves his waves was spinning. And I was like, he's definitely rocking a do rag. He he might be using sporting waves. <laughs> He's using something <laughs> in his hair because his, his waves are spinning. And it just, it's just funny to me because it's like a president. It's like even Thinking about him going to bed with the do-rag Yeah, on. with the do-rag on. He's like, <laughs> he's black. He's a black dude. And I'm like, I wonder if he like really like brushes his hair. Because I'm like, is he mm-hmm. really about that black stuff? I know he's about that black stuff. But is it like, is he brushing his hair at night, putting the do-rag on, and like mm-hmm. just chilling like how normal black cats do yeah. with the waves? But yeah, it was just, but it was dope. I'm just rambling. But yeah, to see Kamala... Make uh, I mean, just pop on the scene how she did because at first when during her her first presidential run, like you know, people were like, oh, she's not gonna have a chance, and she ended up dropping out because yeah. she knew, like, ah, oh, this probably isn't the time for me. But shout out to Joe Biden for like coming back, like, hey, yeah. right now America wasn't ready for you to be the the uh the 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 president, but I'm confident and I want you to be the vice president. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about today. When I was looking at both of them, I was thinking about how he picked the perfect running mate. Perfect, perfect. She's definitely perfect because, I mean, she has the history of, you know, being a prosecutor and being in the Senate. So she's been around politics and she knows the game. And it just seems just the the optics of her. She just seems like a good person. She cares. Right. Seems like she's able to relate to the country. 
Yeah, and and that's I mean that explain that's that's really what when I think about Joe Biden, just from hearing him speaking, that's what I think about Joe Biden. It's like he's kind of like a which he is. He's just he reminds me of like a grandpa. He's like yeah. an old grandpa. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see what Kamala and, and Joe can do during their term, especially knowing that. You know, the, the, the Democrats won the Senate, Democrats won the House. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a chance for them to be able to push things through, like their initiatives that they have on in uh, plans to get them through and and hopefully get it to be bipartisan, that everybody agrees on it and knows that it's going to be for the betterment of the country. Yeah. Unlike when we had, you know, Obama win and the Republicans held the Senate and basically shut Mitch down McConnell, everything he yeah, wanted to He let people pass. know. They won. Like, I'm not... Let, I'm not passing anything he brings to the table. Mm. So it's just it, it was a crazy time during that time. But yeah, now the tables have turned. We got the Senate. We got the House. There we go. We got two Democratic presidential uh, nominees, which, which we got nominated. Now they're mm-hmm. in office. So I'm just excited to see what happens. But I mean, for those listening right now, you know that it's crazy times because of the pandemic. Um, yeah, that is just man. Sad. Crazy sad is. It's terrible because it seems like a lot of this could have been prevented. Yeah, I was thinking that yesterday um, marked uh, 400,000 deaths, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, watching it on TV and seeing them at the memorial just to recognize the 400,000 deaths, it's just insane to look at that and think about how many lives have been lost from this virus and i thought about the same thing i'm like what's crazy is that this could have been prevented and you know joe biden said through speeches that he had through um debates that they had he kept saying it you know there's there's um families out there that are waking up this morning and there's an empty chair at their kitchen table and, you know, it, it may have, he may have kept repeating it, but it's so true because that's how it is. So many families are facing that. And some, in some families, it's multiple family members yep. that have, you know, their lives have been lost yeah. and it just could have been prevented. Yeah. And that's what, that's what really hurts. Yeah, it was, it was plenty of articles. I mean, you can just go find them that where, you know, these, these, these kids or these people were losing like their mom and dad. Weeks yeah. apart from each other or losing their siblings just weeks apart from each other. Right. And it, and it sucks because Trump was in office and he was just talking crazy. I mean, know. the worst person to have in office during a pandemic. Yeah, it, definitely the worst. And he just, you know, the China virus and all this other craziness he was talking about. It, it didn't matter where it came from, how it came about. We had an obligation to protect the people that you serve. And, yeah. and he did fail. And that pretty much explains what his whole presidency was about was him being a failure. And it was absolutely amazing to see an Air Force One take off oh. and him leaving Washington and going to Mar-a-Lago. Yes. That was that was a great thing to wake up to this morning. Deuces. Don't ever show up again. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he has a uh, a hearing coming up to be impeached for the second time, and he's going to... I personally think that they're going to impeach him. I think now that the Republican Party that was, you know, so tied to him 
seeing what the results are from the riots. And they're like, you know what? He can't hurt us. Yeah. Now he can't do anything. Now he can't Before do anything. Before they were terrified of him. Yeah. Because, you know, they wanted his, his, his basis votes. But now it's like, damn, do you want that basis votes? The right. people that storm the Capitol and right. want to attack you with right. zip ties. And hang pants. Yeah, they had uh, they had holes. They had they was beating people with flags. Officer got killed. So it's like, damn, like when you run for office, I get it. You want to, you know, you need a base and you need believers and you need supporters. But it's at the end of the day, like where's your integrity? Yeah, do you really want that base? Do you want that? Because that's just crazy. Yeah, I don't understand how just people can just align with a group like that still like 2020 like we still with people that believe lies and conspiracy conspiracy theories and are just super racist and yeah it just doesn't make any sense to me I, I just don't I won't ever understand it especially I mean I'm 33 now and I've heard stories like from grandparents and and parents about how it was then and now it's just like I can't say it's the same because I didn't live during that time, but it, like our version of it is like, obviously they're not walking around like lynching minorities and all this other craziness, but they're still being very vocal about it. Yeah, it's still there. It's all on TV, mm-hmm. you know, social media. So, I mean, I would say it's different in our times because, you know, it's, it's so many different outlets that it can be. Where it can be shown. It can be shown. Yeah. And, you know, captured to where it's putting people on blast now people are losing their jobs like these during these riots you got like ex-cops you got ex-military yeah every day somebody's being picked up and arrested yeah you know like other government officials joining along on this mess and it's like damn like this where you really were right i can i can say during 2020 or just during trump's whole presidency it made me it made me wonder about a lot of people I know, on both me sides. too. Yeah. On both sides. It's just like you supporting this guy and then like the secret supporters. Like, you know, the people, those are the worst ones. The ones that yeah, those act the, like they don't right. care or not align with him. But but they really do deep down really inside. Do deep down they just inside. don't want to admit it. Yes, because they're afraid of, you know, being talked about or possibly right. being, you know, exiled or ridiculed or whatever it mm-hmm. may be. Those are the ones, man. It's just like, damn, like I thought we were cool. But this is how you like really yeah, feel. Yeah, this is really how you feel. Yeah, I know. It's it's I don't especially know. the people that I guess during the election when he got elected, it was like um it was like what? You how in the world could you vote for Trump? But then seeing all the things he did and to still support him and be okay with the fact that you voted for him. Yeah. Then those are really the people where I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. You know, like there's the people that voted for him and then we're like, man, this dude is crazy. Crazy. And I made a huge mistake. Immediately regretted it. But then those people that are, that like stood by him and are Trump fanatics and still got Trump flags and all that kind of stuff. Those are the ones that I'm concerned about. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're obviously just, just I mean, nuts. yeah. But I mean, what can you do? Anyways, that's in the past. That's in the past. That was 2020. um, Well, the last bit of, well, I can say damn near four years of his presidency was like that. They just finally decided to act on it in 2020 at the end. We all knew he was crazy. Yeah, we all knew he was a nut. 
And, people and what his whole thing jump. was about. Yeah. Like he talked about today, I guess, in his farewell speech. I didn't watch it, but I heard he was talking about the Trump movement. <laughs> it's like, dude, you were actually the president of the United States. It's not a Trump movement. Like, <laughs> you were the president. He was a you dictator. were just supposed he to. Was a exactly. Like, that's what his whole thing was about. He, it was a Trump movement. That right there. The and it, and it's, it's just sickening. That after all of this stuff has happened at the Capitol, he still is like focused on himself. Oh, he's yeah. still focused on Trump movement. He's still focused on you know what he's doing. Like he's just a sick person. Yeah, he's he's, he's a, what they call you know what they call those crazy doctors. He's a quack. Yeah. He's a nut job. Yeah. Um, but screw him. And he's whatever. gone. Twenty twenty one is here. It's happening. The new year is turning over. I know that we are not getting away unscathed from 2020. Um, the pandemic is following us, which sucks. Hopefully, you know, these vaccines, the, the distribution, you know, starts coming rapidly yeah. and, and, and getting into, you know, people's arms sooner than later. Yeah. I know it's going to be hard. I mean, what, damn near 330 million or whatever, whatever the number is of uh, people in America and it's not that many vaccines, I don't think. So the distribution is is. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in charge of the distribution of uh, the vaccines to to all these people in America. And Me either. But I'm very curious and ready to see Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's plan because I'm sure that they have a plan. A plan, actually. <laughs> they got a plan. I'm sure they actually have they got a plan. A plan. Because that Operation Warp Speed <laughs> was not it. <laughs> Pence, Pence, Pence was the head of it, right? Yeah. This guy, clown. And then they were just straight up lying about who, uh, like, you know, I think it was, uh, was it was it Pfizer? I think Pfizer, their vaccine that got approved. And then Trump starts talking about he's happy that they're on board or, or, or whatever it was. And they were like, he's lying. We backed out of that because yeah. of Yeah, I mean, he just kept lying. Yeah. Yeah, this guy, he's a clown. Anyways, we're, yeah. we're done talking about him. His 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 run, his error is over. Yeah. And not with the A. Yeah. His error is over. It was a complete error. Yeah. So I, like I said, twenty twenty one is here. What are you most looking forward to in twenty twenty one? Our baby girl is coming. Baby girl is coming. In April. Do on April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> but as I keep saying, I got my money on April 3rd. And yeah. now this is recorded. And everyone can hear me saying it. So when she's born on April 3rd. That's Saturday, right? Because uh, I say yeah. April 4th, which is Easter right, Sunday. Right. So when she's born on April 3rd, I've got it on record and, that I knew. And I'm April 4th, Easter Sunday. Book it. It's happening. What better time? in 2021 to be born than on easter sunday like that's perfect time true so but we'll probably both be wrong she might actually come on april fools on April first. <laughs> yeah who knows we might have to just name her april <laughs> this is april fools <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah but yeah it's, it's it's definitely exciting times with a baby coming and it's ex I'll say it's exciting and it's worrying. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Like with the pandemic and being parents. For the first time. Yeah. 
I mean, I am like, you know, it, it didn't hit me until it took a, a while to hit me. Like we just started. Um, oh, that was New Year's, New Year's Eve when we painted the nursery. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went back up there that night and I looked at it again. I'm like, yeah, we did a good job. And then I was just sitting there and then it hit like, oh, my gosh, we're about to be parents. I'm about to be a mom. We're going to be responsible for someone's life. And all these nerves just like hit me at one time. And then I prayed to get over it and to not worry and stress so much. I mean, it, it's it's scary. I mean, I'm I'm definitely more excited than I am scared, though. Yeah, I'm I'm more curious <laughs> than anything. What I'm are not, you so curious about? I don't know. I'm just curious of just so many things of what she'll look like. Yeah. Will she come out with long hair? Yeah. Will she come out my complexion? Will, Will she, she come, come out, out your with complexion? any hair? With any hair? Because I didn't. I had no hair. Will she have big hands, big feet? Will mm-hmm. she be tall? Will she mm-hmm. want to play sports? Yeah. I'm just like curious about her whole years life. Yeah. In advance. Yeah. And she's not even like here yet. Right. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. I think I'm more of like a, when it happens, it happens person. And then we'll just figure it out once it happens. Well, yeah, that's you. I'm the complete opposite. I worry before it happens. Yeah. And I'm the one that's getting gray hairs first. Yeah. What sense does that make? Some BS. But yeah, but I'm I'm super excited for the baby girl to come and us to be parents. It sucks that it's during this time because, you know, our families won't get to be around. Obviously they can't be at the hospital. Hospital. Yeah. And I'm just any parents or any family listening to this? Just a heads up. You might have to sign them waivers to come <laughs> in the house. <laughs> we got to do some if you ain't got a vaccine, so I think my grandparents got the vaccine. If they don't got that second one by this time, I don't know who's going to be allowed to see the baby yeah. if he ain't got the vaccine. Or She's going to be having a lot of virtual visits. Yeah, so you heard it. First week of April, she's supposed to be due. So I need a quarantine either 14 days prior mm-hmm. or 14 days after Yeah, you want to come visit her Yeah, and see the baby just to be on the safe side for her and us because yes. I don't think we'll have the vaccine by then. I'm pretty sure we won't have a vaccine by then. Right. Don't know when we're going to have it, but just to be on the safe side, protect her and protect everybody else. But mm-hmm. we're just super excited about having a baby here. Yep. Speaking about the baby, it makes me think about like we're how we got here. And how we got here, when we started talking, 2011? 2011? Yes, 2011. 2011. Yeah, I was at, uh, I was. it was my last... I won't say it's my last year in college because I had to go back for like half of a trimester. Mm-hmm. So it was like my last little stint in college until I graduated. I'm going to tell my story. Eerie PA. I'm going to tell my story. So this is my story. And it's the only one that matters really. So <laughs> I'm just of chilling. Your in story my, of how we met? Yeah. Okay. This this I'm chilling in my dorm in Erie, PA. Shout out to Mercyhurst University. And I'm just scrolling through Facebook. And I was like, man, this chick looked familiar. And I was like, oh, I think she used to be one of my sister's friends. Mm-hmm. So I hit her up. I was like, yo, what's up, girl? <laughs> you know? If you want to be with a winner, uh-huh. you need to drop the chicken the dinners. chicken dinner. <laughs> hit her with that line. And can y'all believe that this chick 
didn't hit me back for like <laughs> almost a month. <laughs> Y'all, this is such a lie. Almost a month. So at this time, like I, she didn't know, but you know, at Mercer's, I was making a little bit of noise. You know, I was a local, I was a local little star in Erie. You know, they knew <laughs> me. I was on campus. I was out here. Okay. You know? She didn't know me because she was in Toledo. Little campus celebrity. Yeah, you know, you know, they, they was after me. You know, they was Uh-oh. after me out there. <laughs> oh. And I hit this chick up, and she ignored me for almost a month. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a lie. So I cut her off. You know, then. <laughs> You know, a month later, I get a, <laughs> a, a, a message in my in my Facebook and was like, you know, hey, da, 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 da. I can't even remember exactly what she said to me. And, you know, a week later, after coming to her senses, you know, she hit your boy oh up. Oh, my gosh. And this came, story has came, changed so many times. Came out to Erie, you know, came out and checked me out. We kicked it, chopped it up. And boom, we here. Married five years. Yes. Five years, you know, about to have a kid. Been together since 2011. So was it eight years, nine years, 10 years? Yeah, 10. Can't count. 10 years. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. 2021, 10. Damn. Yeah, so that's, that's so how So should we I met. tell the, the real side of the story or? Go ahead. Okay. I remember going into my apartment on campus. Shout out to the University of Toledo. Go Rockets. So I go in, log into Facebook. I see I got a message. Now, when I saw this notification for a message, I didn't see who it was from, of course, because you just see like the one on the envelope or whatever. And um, I'm like, oh, gosh, who is this? Because, guys, I would get the corniest people in my inbox. So anyway, I click on it. I see him. I'm like, what? So. You heard it. You heard it. <laughs> they were saying, what? I can't say that I wasn't happy because I was. So I read his message about, you know, the winner, winner and chicken dinner. And I respond that same day. Okay. It wasn't a month later. It was the same day. Now, then he responds and gives me his number. So I'm like, okay. I I think this was like a Saturday. Who knows? You've had a million. (laughs) I think this is like a Saturday or a Sunday or something like that. So, you know, you got to play it cool. You can't just like reach out ASAP and look all thirsty. (laughs) So I'm like, I got to give this a couple days. So I give it a couple days. I think on like a maybe Tuesday I finally text him. I haven't lived it down in 10 years. I text him on Tuesday. Boom. You know, we got to rapping. That's how it happened. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're here. But I have not lived this down. It's gone from it took me a week to respond to it took me three weeks to respond. And now all of a sudden I'm hearing it took me a month to respond. But my story is the real story. And for any woman out there listening, don't ever look thirsty. Just give them a couple days and then reach out. Well, since she's done with that soliloquy (laughs) of of lies to my boy Trump, fake news, (laughs) you know, this is what really happened. My story was right. A little bit of hers was right, too. 
Okay. So it was a mixture of rightness, but it took her a minute. It might not have been that long, but it seemed like it was that long. It just seemed that long because you were just waiting on me, boo. Yeah, whatever. Well, once you came, we, we went out and we went to... Uh, Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Uh-huh. But I got to let you... I got I to gotta let the people know when she came to visit me, my roommate, my boy, shout out to my boy, Maul, and shout out to O. Actually, I don't think O was my roommate. Maul was my roommate and somebody yeah. else was my roommate, but... Maul, uh, him and I forgot who else was with him. He they was going to the uh to the to the commons area to like the little cafeteria, mm-hmm. and he asked Sarah like, "You want something to drink? You want something to eat?" And every question that he asked her, <laughs> she was like, "No." no. <laughs> so Maul's name for Sarah is no no no. <laughs> That's what he called Sarah is no no because everything that he asked her if she wanted something anything, she said no. Mm-hmm. So that was her name. From mall, so no, no. I actually, I ain't never called you that. I ain't called you that in a while. Yeah. No, no. No, no. But later on that day, when she came to visit me, we went out to eat. No, mm-hmm. actually, no. You, yeah, no. I think mall didn't. Didn't mall bring back a grape juice or something like that? Remember, he talked about how amazing that cran grape juice was. Oh yeah, cran grape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He brought it back, and Sarah had on a white blouse, blue jeans, mm-hmm. black boots. Oh, I remember. Do you remember? Yep, and, and as we're walking out, spills that joint. Boom. All over Y'all, her white shirt. I'm so embarrassed. And this was the first time of me going to It was just juice. grape juice. It wasn't cran. It was straight grape juice. I don't drink grape juice. That's what it was. It was cran. It was, it was cran grape. grape. No, nah, we didn't have cran grape at Mer- Mercer. Trust me. I knew. I've been there. We just okay. had grape juice. The grape juice was the crack. Okay. It was just grape juice. Spilt that joint all over her shirt. All man. over my white shirt. I know she was. Salty. I was so embarrassed. Did you end up like changing shirts? I don't know what I did. What did I do? Because we was leaving when you spilled it, wasn't you? Yeah, I have no idea what I did. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I we, mean, I didn't just bring extra clothes, so. Yeah, cause. Yeah, man, I don't know. Damn, I can't remember. Shit. Whatever. But y'all, I was so embarrassed. Yeah, and we end up going to Olive Garden, and. Something happened at Olive Garden. I can't remember. It's, it's on my mind, but it was something with the waiter or waitress. And asked us a question of what we want or what we want to eat. It was something. I do not remember what happened, man. <laughs> I cannot remember. It was something. Are you talking about when you ordered? Yeah. And. I don't know. Yeah, it happened. was whatever pasta you got. I think it had like Italian sausage in it. Mm-hmm. And she said something like. You said, can I have extra meat? And then you said, no homo. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the time, you know, that was. Yeah, that was that was the thing. That was the Back thing. Back in 2011. And pause. Whenever somebody says something yeah, that was questionable, pause. pause. Mm-hmm. My, my boy O and Shelton would love that because it pause. I had a lot of pause moments in the locker rooms where I would say something that was highly questionable. You would? Yeah. Whoa. Maybe like, whoa. <laughs> so after a while, oh, yeah, actually, it's funny that you did that because after a while, O wouldn't even say pause anymore. He'd just be like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> and then I'd catch myself. I'd be like, damn. <laughs> but yeah, man, we went to Olive Garden and I watched this girl take down this pasta man. Oh, my This gosh. five cheese ziti. I was like, oh, this is the one. You knew. I knew. At that moment. I knew she was going to fit right into the family because, I mean, for those of you that know my family, they know we get down. You know? <laughs> it ain't no shame in our game when it comes to eating. We, we put in the work. 
So <laughs> I knew she was going to fit right in when I saw her eating. Like Papa Snow would say. She is snow, ain't she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Since we on this topic, I got to fast forward and talk about when I came to visit you in Toledo. Oh, gosh. So I, I had I had already actually I had graduated from Mercyhurst already and I went back home to Ohio. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was getting ready to go play ball in Mexico before I went to go play ball. I think was I about to go play ball in Mexico? I was about to go to Houston. You were about to move to Houston. Yeah, I was about to move to Houston. And then yeah. when I moved to Houston, I ended up like working out and went to a camp and then I went to go play pro ball in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But once before I went to move to I mean before I went moved to Houston I went to go visit Sarah at college in at UT in Toledo, and I, we was there for a minute. And I went to visit visit my brother Jerome because yeah. he went to Eastern. So I like split half and half. Like half of the time I was with him, and half of the time I was with Sarah. So my last day, that that was when I was going back to Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you were about to go back to Ohio. You were oh. either going back to Ohio or you were going to Michigan. Okay, with Jerome. Yeah, so I was going back, wherever I was going, back to Ohio or Michigan, Sarah, uh, she asked me, was I hungry? I was like, yeah, I mean, I want to get something to eat before I hop back on the bus. I was going back home. And I was like, yeah, whatever. She's like, what you want? I was like, it don't matter. Like, whatever's closest to the bus stop or wherever, you know, you want to go. <laughs> so it's a Wendy's right here. Right down the street. Right the down school. the street. When I tell you. Y'all. This chick, she loves Wendy's chicken sandwich. She used to. I don't think she loves them anymore. Yeah, it's not the same now, but they had this Asiago Ranch chicken sandwich. Yo. She took that boy down in about (laughs) three (laughs) bites. Three bites. Smashed that mug. I was like, oh, snap. (laughs) Literally, when I was done (laughs) eating it, I look over and I just see him staring at me. Yo. And I'm like. Dang, I did smash. She smashed that sandwich. <laughs> so this was just, this, this was part two of her of her smashing food. First one was Olive Garden when mm-hmm. we first met met. Then the second one was at Wendy's smashing his chicken sandwich. <laughs> when we had been talking for about probably about two months at that time, and I came to see her in college this time, and I was just like, oh snap! Like this chick ain't no sh- no shame in her game. Like None. she smashed his food. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He knew. He I knew, knew y'all. I knew, and and time went on, and I had went to Houston, and I ended up talking her in to move down there with me. That and lasted that didn't really work all out. of two months. Yeah, dang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Let me let me let me rewind that because I was there for longer. I was there for almost three years. Yeah. And then once she got finished and everything, then she ended up coming down. She was ended up working in Ohio and everything, and she came down and stayed with me. Yeah. For what you said, two months? It was two months. We were there for two months, literally. From July to September. And what I'm about and to then tell we them moved this. here. I gotta tell them this. What? No. Got to. No. We gotta be real. <laughs> so we ain't dirty. No. You know, we ain't no dirty people. Like ain't how we was raised, ain't we're how what we about. But this apartment that I had cho- like chose to move in, because at the time before I was like living with my grandparents. You know, just get my money up and everything and I moved out on my own mm-hmm. once Sarah moved down so the apartment I chose was like a nice apartment like my aunt actually lived there as well um and you know when I moved in it was perfectly fine like <laughs> nothing was wrong like 
I had all my furniture. I had no issues, all that, whatever. You haven't been there that long. Though. I hadn't been there that long. Yeah. I was probably there for like, I don't know, maybe two weeks or something yeah, like that. I don't know how long I was weeks. there. But as soon as I went back to Ohio and Sarah came down to stay, you know, we moving her stuff down. Yo. Yeah. Roaches just start coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> out of the woodwork. For a minute, I start questioning. I was like, damn, does Sarah have roaches? <laughs> did she bring the roaches with her? <laughs> Shut up. And y'all, one of my biggest fears in life is roaches. Is roaches. This chicken like see, my biggest fear. We don't have snakes in life. Being down here in Charlotte, North Carolina, we don't have uh copperhead snakes around. You know, she's scared and like, oh my gosh, it's a snake. But this chick would like straight up be freaked out. Off of seeing a roach. Mm-hmm. Well, water bug well, down you here. Know, you know, down the big here ones. they call them, they call the big ones. Yeah, the man. Water but bugs that are outside. at this apartment we was at, man, these joints was Y'all, everywhere. They just they came was out of coming nowhere. out of nowhere. And it's crazy because they I'm, was I'm, like trying to take over. I'm not even lying. Like the, the two weeks that I was there before Sarah, when I went to go get Sarah and moved down, I ain't see nothing. And I knew it was just going. I knew it was never going to get better no. when the um, maintenance guy came to spray. And I was like, I said to him, I'm like, you got to do something like this is insane. And he was like, oh, well, this will work temporarily, but I'm <laughs> not sure where they're coming from. So they'll probably come back. I was like, oh, heck no. Yeah, like, man. this is not how people are supposed to just be living. I felt terrible. So man. obviously someone in an apartment around us had them. Yeah. And they were just coming into ours. But we had to go, y'all. Yeah. That was not, uh-uh. We straight That's why up, we were there for two months. Yeah, we straight up got I the mean, hell up out of there. left. We bounced. I wrote a letter to the uh, yeah. to the eight, to the rent agency. Left it there. We probably broke the lease and everything. Oh, we definitely but, broke the lease. But nothing was done because they know. Yeah. They knew what was going on. Man, we I wrote a letter, dropped that boy in the mail. We he already had our U-Haul out. and stuff and bounced. We got the hell up out of there. It was out, y'all. It was terrible. I mean, it was the little ones too, the little roaches and oh, the big yeah. roaches. It was yeah. like I mean, it was just everywhere. unbelievable. And at the time, we had just got a dog too. Our boy Bullseye, he, he had just came on the scene. Yeah. He he didn't pay no attention to the roaches. He was a little puppy. He would just be underneath the couch, sleep yeah, all day, sleeping. But it was oh man, it was a, it was a terrible experience. It was <laughs> awful. It was awful. Man. So that's when we moved here to Charlotte. But don't forget, and I'm I'm still kind of salty with my grandma and grandpa because right. I had got all this furniture for the apartment. Mm-hmm. And you remember this? Got the couch and everything, and these players driving down the highway yes. and lost the mattress. Yes, to the pullout to couch. To the pullout couch. We have a couch and we have a pullout in it, and obviously it came with a mattress. Well, I <laughs> never got to see it by the time I moved there because they lost the mattress on the highway. Lost the mattress so on the highway. So we had to man. go back. Once we moved here to Charlotte, we had to go and find another one. Yeah, it was terrible. Good job, Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. Losing the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up lost our mattress. But after the the whole fiasco with the with the with the roach invasion in our in our apartment. Oh my gosh. We bounced, and this is how we ended up in Charlotte. Sarah, mm-hmm. Sarah had a brother that lived here in Charlotte, and we were just shout like, out to Chucky Booker. Yep, shout out to Charles. So we was looking online, man. Uh, Sarah found an apartment. We didn't know what area we was about to be in. She had a job, 
Yeah, I was working uh, remotely for Nationwide. Yep. I didn't, um, but came here and started working for FedEx and some other place and all this other stuff. And that's how we ended up in Charlotte. And we've been here for now. What is it, has it been six years? No, five years. Six no, years. It's been six. What'll it yep. be six in what? October. No, it'll be seven in October. We moved here in two thousand fifteen. Fourteen. Thought it was fifteen. I don't know. Five. No, or six it was years. fourteen because yeah, we got 14. married in fifteen. Yeah. 14. Yeah. So, yeah, so dang, it'll be seven years. We'll be here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And that's where we reside right now. Yeah. In the Queen City. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's been a, it's been it's a, been a journey. And then that journey, journey from Texas, from Houston to Charlotte. Man. That ride, that trip. Oh, my gosh. We had all of two hours of sleep. Yeah. How long was that trip? 19 hours? Well, yeah. Well, I think, I thought it was like six. I think it's supposed to be like 16, but it was longer because we had because to stop we everything. Stopped, yeah. yeah. And we had Bullseye. He yep. was a puppy. So you were driving the U-Haul. Penske truck. With your we, car attached to it. Yeah, with the car attached. And then I was driving the other car with Bullseye in the back seat. We stopped somewhere, I think, in Alabama. We stopped in um, Tuskegee. Yeah, at a Walmart. Um, at a Walmart. Oh. Slept in the parking lot in the car. For like maybe two hours. Got back on the road. Had to get here to Charlotte on time. And it was like a Saturday. Had to get here. Because of the Because we had to sign the lease. Yeah, sign the lease. So we had to hurry up and get here. Sign the lease. Yeah, you like bounced on me, right? Yeah, you got to Yeah, I had to leave. Yeah, Yeah, I had to go because we would have been late. Got got here, signed the lease. Oh, we were so thankful to be in an apartment that was roach free. Yeah. Yeah, these apartments were nice. We were they in were very nice apartments. The Steel Creek area in yep. Charlotte, which has grown like crazy since we moved. We've we've been in the South area, which is in Steel Creek. Then we moved to like the North area, Mallard Creek University area, and now we're in North North in Huntersville. In Huntersville. So yep. we've kind of been all over Charlotte, and I've enjoyed our our stay here in Charlotte. I really like Charlotte. The weather's nice. Mm-hmm. City's not fast, not slow, but kind of like good in between. Good mix of you know, minorities. They got a lot of food a options. Lot of food options. <laughs> I'm all in on the food options. And about two and a half, three hours from the nearest beach. Yeah, from pretty much all the beaches. We're not far from it. So yeah, it's it's been a good it's been a good ride, good journey. It's been a journey. Yep. And now we're just excited to bring along the the baby girl on the journey with us. Yep. So We'll Let's see how that goes. Tell her all these stories one day. Man. Yeah, it's been crazy. It has been crazy. But, well, I think that about does it for this first episode, man. Okay. Uh, it's a good, seemed like, feel like a good warm up, you know. That's good. My beautiful wife on here I was with feeling me. It. Talking, you know, Kamala, talking 2020, 2021. Then she gave a little bit of her lies of how we met. And you gave your fake news. Yeah, whatever. But we we all know what's true. Um, was it men lie, women lie, but numbers don't? I wish I had the numbers to prove it. Yeah. How okay. long you took to hit me back? But it's all good you. because it don't matter now because we're here now. And we're you know? we're right here. We right here, and we're here to stay. That's right. <laughs> but I just want to thank you for joining me. You well, know, thank you for having me. Definitely have you back on here again. You yes. know, we'll have some fun and chop it up. We'll probably have to bring you back. Once we had a baby, and I want, I want to hear, and we can kind of explain to 
our experience, our, our experience going through this. Oh, that'll be fun. Because I'm super nervous. I told you I'm nervous. And I'm I'm curious. But I've heard some about stuff. About the delivery. I've heard some stuff about the delivery. I done heard it now. And I don't know how many like guys that we'll have listening to us that have been through it and probably like, hey brother, you gotta you got a right to be curious and nervous because <laughs> we've seen it too. I think I think you'll be okay. Uh I ain't never fainted, but I got the potential to faint. I think I do. I I I really pray that you don't. I don't think I will, but I got the potential to do. Yeah. And I got the potential to kind of just be like froze, like, oh. Yeah. Snap. Yeah. But whatever. If it happens, it happens. Okay. I think I'll be good, though. <laughs> I might go on. If you do, though, that'll be great podcast material. It would. Or should I go in there like maybe a little bit lit? Not no. like too lit, but like a little bit lit. <laughs> no. To where I'm not like, Let's you not know, do that. Just to be calm, like calm myself, since I don't no. smoke. No. Just take a little sip of something, you know, no. just to calm myself down. No. Yeah, that's probably not the best idea either. Probably not. But whatever. When that time comes, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And We'll be all right. We'll, we'll get right. through it. Well, I think that does it. Holla at us again. You know, definitely love this this, uh, this new step into podcasting. I think I'm going to enjoy it and have some fun with it. Yeah. And just have some random conversations with a lot of people and just... You know, just talk, man. Be organic about it and have some fun. Yep. So, all right. Yo, hold up. This episode is over, but don't forget, go hit that like and subscribe button for me. Thanks for listening.